He also provides, as it says in Ephesians chapter 3, I just want you to hear this. It's such a, a beautiful passage. Listen to verse 20 of Ephesians 3, that whole section I encourage you to read. 14 through 19 is awesome. But look at verse 20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. God is able to do immeasurably more. Water to feed, water to quench the thirst of how many people in a different ratio? Tens of thousands of men and women. So you're going to give water enough for a million people coming out of a well. Jesus never measured the water. Jesus knew that he had a supply of water. Jesus understood what God immeasurably provides for them. Remember Jesus, a little bit of fish, a little bit of bread feeds 5,000 men plus. woman who comes to get some water, Jesus says, I will give you living water, okay? Living water is moving water. Water in a well is still, okay? I'm going to give you living water, moving water, spin-fed water, not just your personal drink of water, but eternal water. I'm going to give you so much more, immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine. In the middle of our fear, should God be thinking bigger thoughts than ours? What he wants to do should his thoughts, even of this coronavirus, be bigger thoughts than ours? Ours are, just keep everybody safe. His thoughts might be, feed the church. Love people. Take advantage of yourself for someone else in need. Show the hope you have in Jesus with those who desperately need some hope. Should he be giving us immeasurably more than we can does he give water? Not only does he give the need, not only does he give immeasurably more, but he gives himself. For you and for me in the midst of our fears, Jesus gives himself and he says, I am here for you. Listen to what is said in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 4 says this. This is talking about the history of Israel. It says, they all ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that accompanied them, and that rock was Christ. And just, just think of that passage here for a moment. The rock that was following along with Israel was Jesus. And that rock was crushed in life's joy and abundant life. Jesus, our rock, was crushed on the cross. When he was speared and then what flowed out? Abundant blessing. So God's abundant blessings flow out upon you and me because Jesus doesn't just give us our daily bread. Jesus doesn't just give us our daily bread in abundance. Jesus gives us himself. And what a privilege that is, eh? To say today, God, we pray that you would use this gift that we sent to you, that we sent to you, look at life, take bread, and say, hey, you are afraid? Romans 15. 
things I want you to think of. There's the Romans 15, verse 4. For everything that was written in the past, right? Exodus 17, right? Romans chapter 5, John chapter 15. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. What do we need during this time of fear in our lives? We need some hope, right? When you think of that little thing I taught you before, calm, in the midst of our anxiety, Lord, do we need it? We need a sense of calm, C-A-L-M. Celebrate who God is and who He's ultimately in control. Ask for what our needs are. Leave it with Jesus and then meditate. C-A-L-M. Meditate on what is right and true. This is what Richard Burns wrote in a great Jewel in the New Life Verse Bible verses and the Lamb's Prayer. I just want to read just a few to you before sharing the final prayer. Listen to these Bible verses and ask for divine help to collect these for you. Isaiah 41 verse 10 says this, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Or Isaiah 43, But now this is what the Lord says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have brought you back. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Do we ever forget that we are God's family? Psalm 23, verse 4, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Or Joshua 1, 9, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Psalm 27, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? says in the Lord, he will sustain me. I will never let the righteous forsake me. Here's the key of the verses that we reread during communion. So what will we meditate upon? What will we think about in the midst of our fear? Will we think about God and his character and his goodness? Or will we think about Christ Jesus to do good works. I wonder what those good works are that God chooses to do for us during this time of Bible study. Who can we love and walk with and encourage and help to see things from a different perspective? I have someone who lives in a different state, just a really good, really good person, good friend. When they're observing all that's going around in the city around them, they live in a different place, and they sent me this this text, and I just want to read our, our back-and-forth conversation. It goes like this. Just a question to ponder. Do you think that this coronavirus is really as bad as people think? It's like mass hysteria. People going nuts, buying and hoarding food and supplies. It's all strange. I have never seen people this crazy. I wrote back, I think it is a bad virus and very dangerous for the elderly and those with weak immune systems. However, if we are healthy, it shouldn't be life-threatening. They write back, the Bible talks about the last days and what sorts of things that will happen. Do you think this is a sign of the last days? 
I wrote, not necessarily. Jesus can come anytime. They wrote, ah, I was hoping you would say something like that. People are all getting really paranoid over this mess. I don't really know how to look at it. Strange things happen all the time. If we get paranoid over everything, over everything, we will drive ourselves crazy. LOL. I wrote, it's just another issue that has the potential to harm us. We live in a very broken world, longing for the day when Jesus will come and make all wrongs right. There are many things that threaten us. Cancer, natural disasters, and people's cruelty to each other. Which this person had experienced more than anything else. Our hope doesn't come from trying to control everything. Instead, it comes from trusting Jesus. And then I wrote, thank you. You helped to put my fears stores recently? <laughs> Zombie apocalypse and the shelves are getting emptier all the time. And when the shelves in America are empty, there's an issue going on. Jesus and being the authority on the matter. That's that.